Couchfish, Day 59, Jars, Spoons, and the Lunatic. After all the writing yesterday, I end up at Cranky Teas. The cafe bar is Fonsavan's best nightlife option, or the best karaoke-free one anyway. It attracts what few travellers are in town and on any given evening, so is a good spot to meet others. I'd hoped to catch up with Poon and Heather, who I met in Luampabang, but they're nowhere in sight. Instead, there's just one occupied table, hosting an older Western guy and three travellers. I joined them. He's an American returned veteran, and it looks like he's been around the block way too many times. As I sit, he's telling, not suggesting, mind you, the other three Europeans what they need to do in Ponsavan. They're on an open-ended trip while he's on a break from a veteran-funded aid gig in southern Laos. I think, he's, I think he thinks he's being helpful, but as with the competitive traveller I met the other week, he's all commandments rather than suggestions. They've only arrived this afternoon and are bamboozled by the raft of village names and attractions he rattles off. We all keep drinking and he's getting more and more frustrated with the desire to, with their desire to just get scooters and go exploring. I agree with them. Hell, it's what I've been doing. And as the four of us start inching towards traveling together the next day, he interrupts and says, okay, screw it. Let's do this. I'll drive you all. We'll go to site two and site three and then to Ban Napai. Okay? None of us have suggested he drive us, nor that he even join us, but he's so matter-of-fact that in the end we agree. If nothing else, it will save us some cash from hiring scooters. We meet the next morning at 9am out front of Cranky Tees. I'm the last one to arrive and everyone is standing around an enormous pickup truck. Gleamingly black, there's not a spot of dirt on it and I jokingly ask if it's new. It's not. He says it is his, and he drove it here from Atapur. We pile in. The interior is likewise immaculate. To me, the car smells brand new. Weird. Site 2 and 3 are around 25 kilometers south of Ponsavan, and I have to admit it is great to not be on the scooter. The American is a careful and very slow driver, but we still make good time reaching Site 2. Both Site 2 and Site 3 are smaller than Site 1, but we're almost the only people save a board ticket seller at each location, and it is lovely having them to ourselves. The American drones on, explaining the different theories on what the jars were originally for, but we scatter, each exploring in their own direction. An archaeologist friend of mine who has worked on digs in the area has told me that the true use of the jars remains one of the great mysteries of the region. He believes that there are still plenty more to find and perhaps sometime in the future a mother node will surface that will hold all the answers. With much of the surrounding territory still perilous to even dig a hole in, patience is required. To be honest, I like that we simply don't know for sure what they were for. We hop back into the shiny vehicle and drive onwards to Ban Napai, 
Supported by Swiss NGO Helvetus, the village smelts leftover munitions back into their liquid form before transforming them into everyday utensils. Spoons are a particular favourite, hence the village's nickname, the Spoon Village. There's something deeply satisfying about seeing war weapons repurposed into something to eat with, and we watch while the molten metal is poured into wooden moulds. The workers are used to tourists and are happy to show us around. They've also diversified into trinkets to sell on the side, but we all go with the spoons, each buying a few. The American then suggests we go eat at a small noodle stall he knows. And to be honest, it is a great tip. The older woman cooking clearly knows him, and there's plenty of genuine friendliness at play as she slings out our simple lunches on plastic plates. Each comes with a locally made spoon. Mid-afternoon is upon us by the time we jump back into the car and return to Ponzavan. We're all chatty and upbeat, in part due to the generous number of bilau we, we put away at lunch. More importantly though, in a region where so much ongoing misery is on display, the Spoon Village is a far more upbeat experience, full of hope rather than despondency. Then it all comes crashing down. He pulls up outside Cranky Tees and we get out, ready to head back in for a few more icy beers. Before we can go in though, the American calls us together and says, Okay, that'll be $15 each. I assume he's joking. We all do, but he's not. Before I can say anything, one of the other travellers pipes up, half laughing, pointing out that there was never any discussion of payment. He just offered to take us. Look, we can fight about this, or you can each pay. I drove you, guided you, and took you to my favourite lunch place. You each need to pay, and $15 is the standard price. One of the Europeans points out that we had all been going to hire scooters, which would have cost a fraction of the price, and he offered to take us. Again, he points out there was never any discussion about payment. He's not being rude or aggressive, and I'm still not sure if the American is having a laugh. We're all just standing there, a bit dumbfounded. Look, if you want to fight over it, I'll fight you all. Girls too. He's not joking. His mood suddenly dark and deadly serious. None of us are in the market for a street fight with somebody who is clearly unhinged, so we grudgingly hand over our money. He counts it on the bonnet of his shiny car, then, like the exchange never happened, says, nice doing business with you, gets in and drives off. We head into Cranky Tees and start drinking, talking about what the hell just happened. The money is an annoyance, but it was a fun day, even if it did, end off, did finish off on a bad note. We talk about Onward's plans and agree to head to Huapan together the next day. Later, after a few too many Bilau, we're making our way back to the guest houses, back to our guest houses, sorry, when we spy the shiny black car parked on a dirt side street. Without a thought, one of the girls runs over, scoops up as much dirt as she can, and throws it all over his car. We'll be getting the early morning bus to Huapan.
tomorrow, Laos's hermit kingdom.